Welcome to this special episode of Bickering Peaks. Today's topic is all about Season 3, Hopes, Fears, and Predictions. Happy Twin Peaks Day, everyone! Yes! We are here on, well, it's not Twin Peaks Day for us. Nope. As we were recording this two days before Twin Peaks Day. Yes. It may not actually be Twin Peaks Day for you if you're listening to this after February 24th. But February 24th, we are posting this. Yes, and that is Twin Peaks, the Twin Peaks last Day. Twin Peaks Day before season three. Season three. I I recall on past Twin Peaks days, uh, watch the pilot or you know watch Fire Walk with Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess this Twin Peaks Day we're going to be uh, probably watching the next episode. The next episode, for, in our, yeah. Uh, in our recap, but uh, but you clearly, if you're listening to this on February twenty fourth, two thousand seventeen. You're sharing Twin Peaks Day with us, which makes us feel pretty great. Thank yes, you so much and, for... And part of what you're doing today, I'm sure, is being very excited for oh, yes. season three. Absolutely. Uh, because we already are. Yeah. And we're, what, 89 days right now? Days, It'll be 87, 86, 86 by... 80 and change days until season three comes out. And so so to wrap this all up, we're, we're getting excited for season three. And we want to throw it out to... Uh, we have a lot of... Um, uh, comments from our fans, from listeners and uh, contributors in the past who have written into us on Twitter and on Facebook and via email and on Tumblr uh, to give us their ideas on what's going to happen with season three. So this is kind of a it's kind of a speculative episode. We're going to talk yeah. about what we think well, about and, season and, three. Yeah, it's it's a season three excitement yeah, episode. Exactly. I think is, is yeah. a good way to summarize it. Because yeah. yeah, we're we have our ideas for what we think is going to happen. We uh, have we ideas went... about what we think may have happened. What our best our e- best educated guess about where things would go, big picture style, had season three continued back in 1991. Yes, and then um, we also have because we're both writers. We yeah. we've done some speculative predi- predictions of how we would have done yeah. season three. In just call then. it fan fiction. It's fan fiction. So how we would have done season three back in 91 and yeah. how we would maybe approach it this time. Yes. Um, it's and slightly then, different then, from how Lynch and Frost, you know, we know how they operate yeah. to an extent. <laughs> They're yeah, always a bit of a mystery. But, a little bit. Um, so this is more of our take. So yeah. hopefully you'll and enjoy. Then, and then, yeah, wrapped up in that is uh, it, your comments. Yes. So um, let's, yeah, thank let's you for that. dive let's in there. Um, so, how so do, where do you want to start? Well, I, I think it's it would be interesting to talk about uh, what... What do you think? I mean, we know that the show was the the writing was on the wall. The show was going to be canceled, um, but it had that great season two finale. Did, it did have that great season two finale. So, I mean, they kind of a hail mary pass to try and get the show renewed. Um, it didn't work. I don't know how seriously they thought it was going to be taken, or if, if they really believed that that might ha- actually happen that they would be renewed. So it's hard to speculate as to where they would have gone. Knowing what we know about yeah. the end of season two, yeah. as it stands now. Well, and the fact that Fire Walk with Me came out and right, and okay, that was forget, a totally forget, separate. but but forget about that because okay. that's two years later. Let's <laughs> let's put ourselves in the writers' room sure. in spring nineteen ninety one, and let's think what what are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? Um, if I may, yes, start by, by all means. I I really do think that Bad Dale would have wreaked havoc. For, for quite a while in the town. I think that that um, clearly is where the ending leads us leads to believe. Leads you to, yeah. Because you've got this, this whether it's a doppelganger or whether it's... Yeah, uh, Bob taking over yeah, or exactly. what it is, yeah. Um, I, think, I think that would have been 
the the crux of of any yes. season three obviously going that, Yeah, obviously that's kind of like the big bad guy yeah, moment, right? So. Is the, is the so, fact that right? the good guy is turned into a bad guy, right? And the horror of that moment, mm-hmm. um, which has stuck with you know so many people for twenty seven yeah. <laughs> years, twenty six years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so that I think I think at the time that would have been where they went. How long that would have continued into season three? Who knows? But. Yeah. Um, I think it would have led to an epic showdown. And I've read that um, somebody said that there was supposed to be a great moment. They had a visual or they had a scene in mind of of Sheriff Truman driving Mike, Philip Gerard, mm-hmm. back into the lodge or back through the curtains in Glastonbury Grove or something the like car? that. No, no, no. Like grabbing him by the shoulders and like oh, pushing him okay. back. Oh, okay. You right? said drive. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you no. had your hands out like it's a steering wheel. I'm like, no, I'm grabbing his shoulders. Okay. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> like, like driving him back into the place from whence he mm, came. Okay. Um, whether that was going to be part of the, the proposed graphic novel or whether it would have been continued in, in a future season, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I think that's, that's kind of where I imagine things would have gone is you would have had someone like Sheriff Truman taking over, um, that central investigative role. Um, you probably would have had some input from Gordon and Albert would have come back, I'm sure. Yeah, and, and Major Briggs was also being set yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Margaret Lanchman as well. Exactly. Well, and Major Briggs got the the information straight from uh, Sarah. Yeah, exactly, from Sarah. Exactly. Sarah Palmer saying, I, you know, I'm in the, the good lodge. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then you also had... In the, and that's the thing. Yes, okay. Fire so, Walk With Me also explores some of what came afterwards. Not right, much. Right. But we get a little snippet But of, that's only because we didn't get a season three, that you get some of that Exactly, so exactly. So just, just, I know how much you love Fire Walk With Me, hun, <laughs> I but... <do>. No, I'm <laughs> just saying, I think I think that's a snippet of where their heads right. were at at the time. It's right. saying, like, Possibly. okay, Annie's comes out. She's not, she's comatose. She's not answering any questions. She's kind of, uh, I described it in my setup as kind yeah. of a Ronette Pulaski kind of redux. Mm, she's she's yeah, another yeah. victim who who can't answer the questions that you as the audience want answered so badly. Um, but yeah, I think I think that does give a hint. It's very much, uh, you know, Cooper kind of playing that role that Leland played in his final days right. as Bob of switching back and forth and, right. and Bob really taking over. Well, yeah, because that's, that's the interesting part for any like we know that that again it would be it would be like those that middle episode the um uh with the german title drive with the dead girl mm-hmm. that episode where the audience knows that mm-hmm. leland was bob but the investigators didn't yeah so we'd have a little bit of that interplay yes. i don't know how long they could have stretched no, that out and, for. and that's the thing and it again it feels like uh and this is something we'll get to in how we think the 26 year later season three is going to go, but you know, how long can Cooper go on a path of destruction without being caught? Right. Right. Um, And would he have gone as deep as Leland did? Yeah. Is, is this, I mean, and it really does depend on how you read this. If it's, if it's uh, Cooper being possessed by Bob, then um, is he going to have some agency or some control over his himself um, outside of the lodge? Is he going to be able to assert control and be uh, a force for good battling this force of evil yeah. that's living inside him? Or is he going to be totally completely unhinged yeah. like Leland was in that, that arc? That yeah, is he, is he more of the doppelganger, bad Cooper? I yes. mean, that's kind of the sense you get from Firewalks Me. Uh, Annie says, I'm in the lodge with the good Cooper. Right, the good we, Dale is the in good the Dale, lodge. Yeah, and he can't escape, right? Yeah. So that means that the bad Dale is the one that's outside. Right. 
um, which is interesting for a number of reasons. Yeah, there's like, I mean, me, it's, but, it's, it's, but potentially that explores that because yeah. yeah, what, what is the good Cooper doing while the bad Cooper's in there? I yeah. mean, that's, uh, so I didn't describe much because I think I don't know much about what was going on in, at the end of season two and trying to predict, uh, like in the production and everything yeah. like that and trying to predict what, uh, Lynch and Frost we're going to do isn't really my forte. Um, I think you're bang on. I think it is a, a big showdown. I think you're right. Truman comes to the fore. Um, Briggs, uh, Sarah Palmer, I think, makes mm-hmm. a big comeback. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. I think there's there's kind of a limit of how long that storyline can play out. Right. Uh, if it's played as straight as it was in the final scene, where you know, yeah. he's basically maniacal. And, right. You know, asking how Annie is and laughing. Right, right, right. And even in Firewalk, near the extended cuts or the, the missing scenes, uh, you get a bit more of that scene. And he plays kind of dead. Mm-hmm. And then Truman and uh, Dr. Hayward. Hayward come in. And they really are bad with terrible names. names. I'm very After sorry. all of these episodes. So that doesn't help. There's still too many characters. And married to me, you still I just... I am still terrible. Um, but yeah, they, they walk in and he's like, oh, I, I yeah. I'm not finished brushing my teeth kind of thing. And it's, it's a very... Lynch feeling mm-hmm. uh, character moment there, yeah. uh, where just bizarre and and hard to believe. Mm-hmm. So if they continue down that path, you know how long can that kind of go on? Right. Um, I think the more interesting way, and this is where I went because I did a quite a lengthy write up. I'm sorry, Lindsay. I, no. I did this in about 20 minutes at <laughs> at lunch at work today, instead of uh, you know eating b- eating or anything like that. I just did this instead. <laughs> and it was it's a it's a lengthy kind of uh, plotting chart i guess before for... we get into that i wanted yes. to ask you okay. one question because i know we we, we are going to get into what we would have done had yes. we been the that's what runners. i was getting to yes but i wanted to ask um with the whole how's annie thing what role do you think annie would have played for them knowing yeah. what we know that um where they where they ended up with her as uh and and i mean i guess you bring in a little bit of the fire walk with me mm-hmm. stuff which um I'm I'm not sure when that was filmed. If that was filmed for Firewalk with Me, or if it was filmed for this as a cutscene for the series. I'm gonna guess it was filmed for Firewalk with Me. But yeah, I think so too. With the exception of maybe um, Cooper scene, which I, may I have don't been, know. I, I thought don't, they recreated I, it. Yeah, that's I, the sense I got. I am not sure. I don't but know. I, I have a feeling that any scene was written for the for the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because it had the ring and all yeah, that stuff, which exactly, was not which involved. Wasn't in, yeah. in the show. Yeah. So. Um, but I do, I, I'm not sure how much of a role she would have played yeah. because, well, like you said, yeah. with, with the Ronette thing, that got me thinking because uh, I know how much you disliked Ronette's. Well, I just, I don't like that. that yeah, yeah. I don't like that dramatic. Not device. that you didn't like yeah. Ronette, but they, no. you know, that there's, um, it's, it's a, you thought it was like a lazy storytelling. Well, trick. no, it's, no, it's not. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a lazy device. Yeah. It's just one that's, that's used a lot and it's mm-hmm. aggravating to me right. as a viewer to say, okay, this person knows it all, just. Don't stop talking to them until you get the right, information out right. that you want. But of course, that's not... Because it is a, a little bit convenient that, you know, yeah, you someone have has... in a coma or, yeah, you know, exactly. would Annie be in a coma? I mean, yeah. she didn't seem... She wasn't comatose, but she was catatonic. Yeah. Yeah. She was saying the same words over and over again. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... And, uh... and the other thing I think to consider is, is what Lynch did in uh, the last episode, mm-hmm. which is totally wipe out... Uh, Wyndham Merle. Mm-hmm. Basically remove Annie as well as, yeah. as a device... Uh, really refocused on Cooper and Laura, right? As kind of the the central motivating figures. I mean, and Leland was there as well. Yeah. Um, but Bob, you know, Bob, Laura, and Cooper are the triumvirate that focus Twin Peaks for David Lynch, at least I think. Right. And if, so if he's taking an active showrunner stance in season three, I think you get a bit more of a refocus on that 
that that triangle of characters. Right. Um, so Do you I, think we get more information about what the lodges are, what the what that represents? I think or? a little bit. I, I when we go to mine, okay. how I would have done it, I would have given more than I think uh, Lynch and Frost would have. Okay, let's um, let's hear it then. Let's hear okay. what, you, what would you have done? Well, okay, so had you been. Yes, showrunner. yes, I'm stepping back in time. As six-year-old Aiden. As six-year-old Aiden, I walk into the set and I say, the main arc of this season is going to be, who is Dale Cooper? Okay. And it's going to be a, a kind of a reply to who killed Laura Palmer. It right. is finding out who this Dale Cooper character is in mm, season three. Okay. And it's, it's not just, is he Bob? Is he evil Cooper? Is he regular Cooper? It's also a bit more of an exploration of Cooper's past and right. his history. Um, I think that's something that went unexplored. I haven't actually read... My, my life, life my, my tapes, tapes. yet. Um, but I understand there's some juicy tidbits about his his past and some hints that perhaps he was at one point at uh, one point approached by a Bob like figure. Right. Um, I like to see that explored a little mm-hmm. bit. I also the way I plotted it out, um, I go so far as to have his mother disappeared when he was thirteen or fourteen or something like okay. that. Okay. And it was the same night there was a UFO sighting wherever and the potential that maybe his mother was actually a, a white lodge spirit or something right, like right, that right. so actually entangling him in the mythos overall of- yeah the mythos and the mythological the supernatural elements right from the get-go giving him a figure or giving him a, a stance is a really important uh figure in that in that mythology i think you're really gonna like my life my tapes my friend <laughs> i'm just it, saying it. i'm just i'm okay. just throwing it out there i think you're gonna enjoy it because there's there's a lot I'm so shocked you still haven't read it. No, I know I have to. You really do. I, I'll get there, but yeah, I, I think that would I think that would be the the thing, and I, and I yeah. think if I was writing it, I wouldn't have him be too crazy. I'd yeah. I'd, I'd write off that head smashing incident as he just woke up from a traumatic sure. experience. The next day he's back to being Cooper, more or less normal. Yes, and then I think, but I think you're right. He goes on a on a rampage, but I think it's more of a drug and sex rampage. Okay. Because that's more fun to watch. I think to have Cooper become like. Well, remember a, a sex we would, we would, uh, You're still writing this for ABC. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it, I don't think a lot of it's being shown. <laughs> okay. I think it's a okay. lot of it. Like it, it's similar to um, how it's hinted at between Bobby and Laura. Yeah. Okay. Um, their drugs and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. It, it's it's more the evil of drugs looming over Cooper. Yeah. Um, but I think. He goes down that path, and I think the interesting thing for him and for the audience to watch is exactly what you get with Leland and Fire Walk With Me, which mm. is how much of it is actually him, uh-huh. how much of it is Bob, and how much of right. it is an internal expression of Cooper. Because I think, and this is something I did not pick up on until, I have to admit, we started watching it for this session and our recap episodes, Yeah. but you had a great point about Cooper seems to really enjoy mm-hmm. some of the... The nitty grittier aspects of his job. Like when mm-hmm. he's in, interrogating people, he has that sardonic kind of smile. I don't know if that's kind of Sinister haunting. And, yeah. yeah. He's taking glee in like mm-hmm. having, putting them in their place right. and, and stuff. I think you can explore that. The whole flesh world thing that he yeah. really seems to He, he finds it and he's like, oh, flesh world. Yeah. You know, I think, and it's, and I think for Cooper, he's aware of the things that he does. Just like I think Leland is mm-hmm. in Fire Walk With Me. I think Cooper becomes aware of, or he's always aware of what he does when Bob takes over. Okay. And But he still loves it. He's still enjoying uh. it even then. And I think that's what, I think the uh, the most important exploration of who is Dale Cooper in right. season three is, who is he that he actually enjoys these things? He knows he enjoys these things. And he doesn't turn himself in. He doesn't he doesn't stop anything until maybe he kills someone. Right. So I don't know how the plot would Well, that, that does make it interesting because you've got uh, a character who is, who is so um, outwardly and and uh, strongly 
obsessed with morality Mm -hmm. and doing things the ethical way. But there's two sides to everyone and, and he does have a dark side. And I think that, I think that's a really good, um, that's what I would have, what I would have seen too. Mm -hmm. If, if I were to have written season two or sorry, season three, um, that's where I would have gone to is it maybe not so much with the exploration of who he was as a, I, I like that though. I think that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, the exploration of, uh, how much is, how much is Cooper? How much is Bob type yeah, we'll call figure? Bob, yeah. Um, and how do you reconcile the two? Is that, is that the main point? Is that not, because I think that's something that a lot of people kind of gloss over is that, um, they want to see, Dale Cooper and even David Lynch was I, I, I hesitate to say guilty of it because it's his character but um, didn't really like the idea of, of Coop being a fallen hero yeah. or of being a, a tragic hero he wanted him to be like a boy scout you know a very pure uh, representation of, of masculinity and of, of heroic having all these heroic qualities mm-hmm. um, so I think it's important though to to make these characters fallible and I and that's what I love about the ending is that it's so horrific but um it does lead to some really juicy human moments for where I think well you yeah could we have, could go yeah yeah like an exploration of what what it means to embrace your dark side as well mm-hmm. as yeah. you know maybe having your good side fighting for you know, it's it's on a on a melodramatic scale. It's it, yeah. both high stakes, but, but it's no, but it's I, interesting. And I think it's there even in that very brief Absolutely. scene. I mean, who hasn't wanted to squeeze a tube of toothpaste and sink? You know, it's just sure. it's a small, tiny little joy that Bob would enjoy to mm-hmm. waste something and to see it go down the drain, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that that, that could and be it's cool something that can't be put back. In, it, exactly, you can't put you can't toothpaste put tooth- back in the tube, right? Exactly. So it's literally like a, yeah. a very. Uh, telling metaphor, I think, for yeah. where they were going. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think. yeah, and I, I, I think that would have been a, a really good thing to explore. I went pretty basic. I just said that I thought uh, that Dale's coming out of the lodge being bad. You know, I, I think that would have been a believable turn. Um, I think Audrey would have played a role in in getting him back, mm-hmm. uh, along with Sheriff Truman and Major Briggs. Um, I didn't really think beyond a lot of the other characters, though. I I thought well, that that would have been the central crux, and and uh, and I actually in my mind envisioned it being uh, a shorter season. I think yeah. I think that's that's one of the yes. things that in in watching this season two now, we're about halfway through in our rewatch. Um, it's too long, it's and too I long. think that's part There's of the a lot problem. Of filler, is, yeah, yeah. It's just they had to put everything in to fill the time because you've got you know forty four minutes or forty five minutes. To, to write a week. So, yeah, I mean, let's have a whole subplot with Nadine as the cheerleader. Yeah. I think it, it loses something. I think yeah. um, I, I maybe would have condensed it. I, it's not something that uh, this is now total fanfic yeah, yeah, in yeah. the realm of fantasy because uh, network TV wasn't doing no, things like No, 13 episode this. seasons or something, no. No, unless it was a miniseries. Um, yeah. But, but, I mean, I'm thinking along the lines of, you know, Broadchurch, mm. The Fall. Yeah. Um, Sherlock does it really well with these very yeah. tight hour and a half, you movies. know, three episodes three movies, in a series, yeah, yeah. and then you're done, right? Yeah. I mean, I think British TV really knows what they're doing when they they have a story and they tell it in a, a six episode arc, yeah. and that's what's necessary. I think we posted it on our Facebook page, and I think I probably sent it out on on Twitter as well. Um, the breakdown of Twin Peaks as four seasons, yes, of about yeah. six or seven episodes. 
yeah, in that area each. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, that that really is a nice way of looking at it. And I think that's kind of the perfect amount to really craft a, a tight arc. Well, and you think of season one was exactly. that, and it, and it worked really well. It was eight really episodes, well. and it was written very, very tightly and very, very, you know, really well by these two creative forces mm-hmm. that um, that had control over every aspect of it, and it was done in in you know eight and a half hours or nine hours of TV, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, which leads nicely into what we're actually going to get with with season three being on Showtime. We have David Lynch and Mark Frost writing and David Lynch directing every episode. Started off with nine episodes and doubled in length. Now we're getting 18 hours total. Yeah. Um, but are they really episodes? That's the yeah, question that's kind of been raised, yeah. They're, they're talking about them being parts mm-hmm. in parts, right? So, um, which is interesting. Um, so, but it being on Showtime has a different quality to it. Showtime TV, I mean, we've watched a few, um, The Affair, Mm-hmm. Uh, Masters of Sex. These are shows that have uh, pretty tight, again, um, good yeah. good ways of telling the story. Yeah. Showtime yeah. seems like it's a good place for for good stories yeah. to be told. Um, I think so. If we if we want to just pivot a little bit to the season three that we think we're going to get now, yeah. um, I really think Showtime is going to uh, dictate. No, it's not the show that's going to dictate it, but that's going to allow for them exactly. To, yes, to so tell we're going to see. We're going to see. I think we're going to see more graphic stuff. Oh yeah. I think it's going to be. Um, uh, well, we know David Lynch has already said that it's uh, Firewalk with Me is going to play uh, important an important role, or mm-hmm. we should we should we have to watch it. We need to know what happened in Firewalk with Me. I think that whether he's talking about tone or story or some mix of both, it's important to, to recognize that Firewalk With Me is very different um, yeah, totally from the from series. The series. Yeah. Um, but I do think we're, gonna, we're still going to get elements of of the series mm-hmm. in the show. Um, and not in... Maybe in, in, a, in a sense it'll be fan service, but I don't think it'll be, you know... Yeah. Because I think this is the, this is the thing. Um, we're going to talk about our fears and hopes with, uh, yeah, with season three. Season, yeah. um, but one of the things that... that that worries me or worried me anyway, when this was first announced was that a lot of these shows, when they come back after a long period of time, and we've seen a lot in the last year, Gilmore girls came back. The X-Files came back. Um, Arrested development might be coming back. Well, it did come it back. It did come after, back for a fourth yeah, season. After 10 years, 12 years, yeah, eight years, 10 years? It's around there. Yeah. yeah. And it was um, not, yeah. And they're not the same. No. And, and, and they seem to get bogged down by their own nostalgia mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah. And people still love it. And, and you're always going to have diehards who are going to love it. And that's totally fine. And I think we're going to fall into that camp. We're going to love no matter what yeah. is put out. But, but it does, I, I, I worried initially when this was announced back in October, 2014, I thought, oh, what are we going to get? Like, is this going to be, you know, just like cameos by the old original cast members? Just like a nod, a wink and a nod to what we had before. Yeah. Is it going to be, is it going to be like that? Um, I don't think that's what we're actually going to get, but, but it is a concern, right? I think there's, there's always going to be a little bit, especially when you see that the cast is 200 plus people (laughs) speaking roles. That's a lot of people. Uh, How are you going to service that? Well, or fully, all, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, what what do you see? What do you think we are going to get in terms of plots, structure, character? Like, what what are you holding on to for? Well, I think they were going to really use the twenty five years to their advantage, and I mean that both in in the story, in the world of the story, and 
um, in the world, in the real world, because things will have changed in the show, but not so much that it's unrecognizable. So I think we're going to have, um, you know, people have been worried about, you know, are they going to be on their cell phones all the time? Well, maybe the double R is going to have a Twitter account, you know, but it's not going to be overt, you know, it's not going to be like, you know, wink and a nod to, to all these new technologies and newfangled stuff that's coming out. Um, there's still going to be, I mean, we obviously have a huge amount of original cast members coming back and I, I really do think David Lynch and Mark Frost love these characters so much that they're going to do, do right by them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there are going to be nods to what we remember from the show, but I really think that the biggest thing that, um, that we're going to see is that with the benefit of all this time that we've had between the end of the series, uh, in 91 and now, and the clarity of purpose for the central hub of the story of Laura being the mm-hmm. central hub of the story is is going to be uh, uh, underscored or it's going to reemerge. Yeah. We we've already seen you know the way that David Lynch approaches his filmmaking throughout the '90s and and up to um, Inland Empire, mm-hmm. his obsession with Laura's story is so key to him mm-hmm. that I really think that he's going to return to that in a much stronger way than he ever would have had season three happened in '91. Yeah. So. Um, I think, you know, what one of the things that he talked about or that people have talked about hap- that might have happened in 91 was that uh, Cheryl Lee would have returned as another uh, Palmer family member, uh, mm-hmm. another lookalike yeah. relative. Yeah. Um, maybe that'll still happen. Who knows? We know that she's in the cast. We know that Ray Wise is also coming back in the cast. Um, but I really do think that these these teasing trailers that Showtime has has released uh, last week they released two, mm-hmm. um, one with Agent Cooper with the iconic finale the How's Annie scene, and then one called the Body and and it's uh, Laura's body being unwrapped at the the lakeshore and then um, this the close up zoom in yeah. of this picture of her and all they've been saying to comments on their Facebook page and on Twitter is look closely look closely so I did I've been looking so closely at this <laughs> stupid trailer and and I've noticed some, some things that are really interesting to me that really do like especially what? do share well in in I'm I'm saying this as someone who is a fan of the secret history of Twin Peaks yeah. and I I have a favorite theory which I've talked about on this show before um that there will be alternate universes coming into play and mm. I think that when Showtime, the people who run their social media anyway, are telling us to look closely, they mean for us to notice things about the differences yeah. in this picture. And and one of the things that... I mean, I don't want to get into a big thing about this trailer because other people have probably done this and, and are doing a much more serviceable job. This is off the top of my head, but really. Um, it's taped to a piece of cardboard. Yeah. So what does that mean? Is it... And it's cut. It's, 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 been, it's been cropped. It's been cropped. And the way it's been cropped seems like it may have, because in the previous, um, a previous trailer that was released showed the full Laura Palmer Homecoming mm-hmm. Queen picture, and it's written at the bottom, Homecoming Queen. If the picture that we're seeing taped to a piece of cardboard has been cropped, the the word queen it's may have been down. cut out. What does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. And also isn't clear that she's wearing her tiara, yeah. um, which may also be just a um, cropping issue or just the way that yeah, the, the shot is filmed. But yeah, Lynch doesn't do anything by accident. No, and, so. and the Showtime people who run the social media were like, 
hmm, maybe that could be it, right? Like, replying to people on the Facebook page. So it got me thinking, like, are we seeing a picture of another Laura Palmer? Are we seeing, um, you know, an alternate universe Laura Palmer? Or is this from the alternate universe being brought into the prime universe or vice versa or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I did a lot of this while I was not, not feeling, feeling well great. today. So this is kind of fever dream craziness. No, but it's, it's no, and I, I agree. I think, um, I think you'll, we'll see something interesting. I, I think we'll, I mean, the fact that Shelby's on the cast yes. means Laura's in there yes. in some way. And well, I agree with yeah. everything you've said about how Lynch approaches her character yeah. and the centrality of her, uh, to the story. So I think, yeah, he had to find a way to get her into mm-hmm. it, I think. And the fact that Cooper is in some sort of meta space, uh, the black, a lodge of some sort, yeah. you know, he, he's trapped somewhere. Coming Who, out of the yeah, darkness. Exactly. The and that's been the one yeah. shot that he's repeated in a couple yeah. trailers. Yeah. Well, it might not be him, but that he's allowed to be used yeah. is Cooper stepping out of the light 25 years later mm-hmm. or stepping out of the darkness 25 yeah. years later. And I think that's going to be, I think, the initial... Well, a couple then, episodes, maybe that first four hours is like Cooper steps out and he has no idea what's going on. This is what I, I mean, what is, what does it mean if this were, if this were an alternate universe or if this were, you know, maybe Cooper finds his own way out of the lodge. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what we're supposed to interpret from this, yeah. um, that he finds his own way and it, it could lead to an alternate universe. It could lead to not an alternate. I have no idea. I, I have no, really no horse in this race. But one of the one of the interesting things that that um, that I wanted to bring up, just because we've seen the only two characters who have been shown in these trailers are uh, are Cooper and Laura. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're going to be the central character. They always were the main characters, yeah. but they're going to play a central role in this new season. If if there is an alternate universe, um, and if 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 Cooper does emerge from the lodge and finds out that there's an he's walked into another another universe entirely is he going to encounter the same laura is the mm. laura that exists in this other universe the homecoming queen yeah or maybe is she wasn't she, yeah. why didn't she die yeah how did she not die yeah. and is it possible that she has been possessed by bob herself yeah and that's what we've talked about in past episodes we have we kind of i we both kind of think that's a strong way to go because that was the key decision in Firewalk with me. Well, and this is what I want to talk about too. And I know that we've talked we'll about talk this about enough. You and I bit, have, yeah. Aiden. Um, if she is suddenly alive, a and b possessed by Bob, what does that mean for what we've seen in Firewalk with me? Which really does round out her story and ends it, quote unquote, in in a way that makes a lot of sense for 1992. Yeah. But now that she's been brought back, I mean, how do you approach that now? And one of the things that I that I thought of is if she is alive and if she is possessed by Bob, maybe Laura, through the process of coming to grips with, you know, the years of abuse and the years of molestation and and the the reality that her father is her abuser yeah. and was trying to kill her, maybe she recognizes that she's stronger and maybe she knows she can take on Bob. And contain him in some way. Mm. And I thought that might be one way to give some power back to her mm. if this is the road they, they go down. Whether it's an alternate universe or a dream universe, that, that might well, be another way of putting it. Or because, it could be time travel. We haven't even approached yeah, that kind of stuff. But subject. I mean, David Lynch has played with a lot of these things throughout his films. And, and we know that Mark Frost um, has kind of an occult interest in these things. And, and there's hints that have been dropped in The Secret History of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. At the very least, we have an unreliable narrator. At most, at the most extreme end, we've got, you know, multiple universes playing mm-hmm. out in that book. Um, 
and theories abound all throughout that spectrum. Um, so is it possible? I mean, it, it could be. It, it, it is problematic, though. A lot of people would, would hesitate to sign up for a show like this because they've been burned by shows like Lost or uh, The X-Files, which mm. had these weird mythological elements that never really... You know, well, they like, never really came together no. in some sense in Twin Peaks, exactly. yet they still feel very satisfying because it doesn't feel cheap that nobody knows what's going on. No, of course not. You know, it's not like, okay, we haven't watched Lost. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly how it works out, but it sounds like it was just like, well, they, they had so many ideas and they just kind of all fumbled to the ground at and the That's end. exactly what happened, what it seems like it happened with uh, the X-Files as well. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. There was just too many things. But then you have then, a show like Fringe where there was a very strong alternate universe angle that was played and yes. and it i thought it did well i know you didn't watch well, I, the whole I, thing, but okay yeah but at the end it, it kind of it picked a path to go down yeah. and it, it went down that path and it wasn't the interesting one anymore it lost the interesting right. part of it by following down this one path and it got really depressing and i just didn't enjoy watching yeah. it anymore I don't think David Lynch is ever going to do that. I don't think yeah, even no. with 18 hours, he's going to be like, okay, let's show the White Lodge in its entirety and no, have a lengthy not. discussion of the politics therein. Like, that's yeah, not no. what's going to come down the no. pipe. Let, let's bit. come back to this because okay. I think that'll build into our hopes and fears. One thing, if I was running this season three, mm-hmm. um, what I would like to do is um, keep a, a new murder mystery at the center yes. of the story. That's an excellent point. I should have brought that up because I absolutely think that's what we're going to get to. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if that's what we're going to get. I, I do I think really, that's what we're going to get. And this is in my hopes and fears section, but it's really applicable here is mm-hmm. to what extent is this going to be a reboot? Is it season three? It's not is a it, reboot. Not, not a reboot. Sorry. Is this like a standalone 18 hour film project that, you don't need to have watched anything? I don't think so. David Lynch sounds like he's saying, no, this is a continuation of Fire Walk With Me and, and the series. Right. That's great. But to what extent is it going to feel like and in what ways is it going to emulate the original series in terms of things like it has a murder mystery with a central protagonist who's right. a detective figure, you know, stuff like that. Um, in what is it going to match that or is it going to circumvent that and focus on pick up right where season two left off mm-hmm. it's all about cooper still and then he worms works his way back towards audrey and uh laura and yeah. you know everyone else in, in the story yeah um is that how it's going to proceed or is it going to be kind of a fresh start hey it's 25 years later let's start with a bang literally someone's gotten shot in that's the word somebody's gotten shot someone's in. gotten shot in and the fbi is coming <laughs> in to investigate okay um so i I think that's how I would do it because I think that would again provide that that sense of not just continuity but but motion to the plot. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you don't, who knows how it's going to turn out? But we'll... do you think that the new murder or the crime has been committed by Agent Cooper? Could be. I think that I would be interesting. I yeah. think that would be, and that maybe Agent Cooper, and and, and people have speculated this as well that you know did he kill Annie? Yeah. Did he kill Donna? Yeah. She's not coming back. <laughs> well, Laura Flynn Boyle is not coming back, but yeah. um, well, did he kill Kelly. Truman? Did he kill Harry? Yeah. Um, that that could be interesting as well. Yeah. So maybe. Okay. So let's. Do you want to go to the fears. readers? Yes. Let's. Let, okay. So we had so, we asked people to write in. Yeah. And tell us what they think. Yeah, we had quite a few responses uh, across all of our social media um, platforms and via email as well. And the first one that I got here is from Shamsie in Yorkshire. She is at Swift Snowmane on Tumblr. And she writes that, 
Uh, I've not got any theories per se, but many hopes, especially regarding our lovely Audrey and Cooper. She is another shipper. Of course. Um, but especially Audrey. Her character needs to be amazing. She deserves that much. My biggest fear has to do with how the, sh- how the feel of Twin Peaks will translate to present day. One of the things I like about the show is the sort of outside of time or timelessness to it. Another hope or concern, the more esoteric side of Twin Peaks. The White Lodge, Black Lodge stuff. I enjoyed how this was handled in the old series and the fact that it was never fully explained. I think that anything to do with the supernatural or religious or both in TV shows can so easily verge into the ridiculous simply due to being over-explained. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes too many details can hinder one's enjoyment and sense of awe and wonder, if that makes sense. And she says, I realize that some of the stuff was explained in further detail in Firewalk with me, but my point is that I hope there really aren't any crazy revelations that try to explain it all away. Like, oh, it was all aliens, or it's only a dream all along, or something silly like that. And I think that's that's a, a good point, which we've, which we've kind of brought up already. Um, and I hope that that's not how it happens. But I think with yeah. David Lynch at the I helm, don't, I don't feel and like Mark it. Frost is going to be... Like, Mark Frost explains things pretty clearly, but absolutely. if you read Speaker history of twin peaks it's not clear no like there's there's conspiracies and mysteries and stuff no and, and you get a few snippets just enough to say like oh maybe this is it yeah and, and it leads you in that way and but they know great that, the, that the speculation that all of us fans are engaging in at this moment is what keeps the show alive it's yeah. what kept it burning for 26 friggin years yeah. so they're not gonna they're not gonna do that again they're not gonna kill the the goose that lays the golden egg like they like they did with Revealing Laura Palmer's yeah. murderer so soon in season two. Yeah, I They're mean, not gonna I, do that I wouldn't mind a bit more explanation at the very end, even if it's Maybe. even if it's some sort of metaphorical thing. If it, sure. if they build it up to some sort of moral but redemption, which is similar like, to what they did with Laura and Fire. But I, I want it to be open ended. Yes, I want it yes, to be open to a yes. hundred interpretations, and I want to be fighting with these people twenty five years, years from now. Future, yeah. um, I really love uh, her point about um, yes, the timelessness of Twin Peaks and how. All of Lynch's things feels like they're in yeah. the 50s that are transported into whatever timeline yeah. and then meshed somehow. So I, I feel like that'll... That's why I, I, really I, I said, I well. tongue-in-cheek said the double R would have a... I mean, we know that they have a to-go counter. I yeah. guess there was a shot of the outside. They have RR to-go. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's cool. Somebody posted, so oh, they've got a... So I don't know, you go online, you, you know, skip the dishes, and yeah, you can yeah, order yeah, yeah, yeah. pie and coffee from the double R. Shelly brings it to the door, like... Probably not Shelly. They'd have Heidi doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally or Heidi's maybe? kids by now. <laughs> um, so next one is from Alexis uh, from Portland. Alexis was on the show yes. uh, a while back. Yes. She did um, episode two, two with yeah. us and uh, our fan ago. fiction episode. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, sorry, how do you pronounce her handle? Eke Sapientia on Tumblr. Wow. Okay. I will post these on, on yes. our SoundCloud yes. page and hopefully it transfers over to the iTunes page as well. Yes. But. Um, so she says, uh, I think we discussed this already, but I'm afraid uh, she'll be in a wheelchair she's because of the explosion. Audrey, of course, yes. she's talking about Audrey, yes. Um, it seems probable to, probable to her. Um, but I'm hoping your parallel worlds theory is right, Lindsay's parallel worlds theory. and we'll It's be not my s- theory. theory. Other people have come up with it. Yes, yes, but the one you were spouse. Okay. Um, and then we'll be in a slightly different Twin Peaks world. Okay. That or they just change the things that they want to change, uh, like the year of Laura's death. Um, that seemed to be something they changed maybe in the Secret History or something. Well, no, um, remember in season two when they tried oh, yes, to that's just right. adjust it for yeah, to yeah. 1990 as yeah. opposed to 89. So maybe they'll just do some reconning or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm afraid Audrey and Cooper won't be together by the end of the season. Sad face. Actually, I just inserted that. Uh, that also seems likely. I'm afraid they won't have any scenes together or they'll have barely any. I'm afraid Audrey won't have a big role in this season. I'm also afraid she'll just sort of be there. Um, 
Yeah, which would kind of suck. Yeah. Um, conversely, you could say that I hope Audrey and Cooper will be together and that they'll have a decent number of scenes together. And Audrey will be important in some way. You guys really are Audrey lovers. We, we really are. This is all we talk about, basically. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I see. Yeah, this is the majority of our posts. Probably an unrealistic thing to hope for, but I hope Audrey will be an FBI agent. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool, I have to admit. Uh, she, she doesn't think that'll be the case, but... I know that's what Sherilyn Fenn, in a in an interview she did a few years ago, uh, said she really thought that would be great. Yeah. Um, that Audrey goes off and becomes. I mean, they set it up nicely. Oh yeah. Her little investigations. Yeah. She, no, she's she by did. far the best investigator, better than Truman, who can't tell that Josie's <laughs> playing him the whole <laughs> well, time. He's in love he's with in her, Aiden. Yeah, but Audrey's also in love with Cooper, and she does some damn yeah, but fine she's, investigating. Yes, but she's investigating Laura. That's true. Okay. She's not in love with Laura. Or is, is she? she? We were in that one photo together. Yes, exactly. anyway. okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's that's a good point, and um, and I think that's a lot of fear. A lot of the the things that we got back from people were were talking about Audrey and Cooper. Um, they really are the fan favorites, and I think that that's um, even twenty six years later, we're still griping about this. That's you know, um, we know that Mark Frost and David Lynch both wanted that to happen in the original series. If they are reviving this in the way that they want to revive it, it's possible that they could yes. go down that road. Again, I'm just trying to be... I'm, I'm tempering my expectations. Yes. Yes, I'm going to be happy no matter what. Yes, but that's true. I you're going to be I'm, especially happy if they're together. Yes. Well, we'll okay, see. Yes, we'll yes, see. we know. <laughs> Eileen M. or E.G. E. G. Michaels, uh, who is another uh, Twitter friend and uh, Tumblr friend as well, Um, She says, like with any returning show, there are hopes and expectations riding on this new season three. When X-Files came back last year, reception was mixed at best because they tried to cram a lot of story into a little time. My hope is that season three of Twin Peaks can undermine that which more returning shows are prone to and fail as a result of. Fan pandering, which is exactly what we were just talking about. I don't want to see the niche callbacks and nice little shoutouts. I want the show to continue as if the 25 years interim was natural. They shouldn't be treated as a special season, but as a normal one in order for it to, to succeed. That being said, I just don't want it to be trite. I have great hope, however. Season 2 spiraled and got out of control because the captains had left the helm. This time, there's no fear of that. And if I'm right about Lynch and Co., he won't fan pander. It's not his style. And I agree with that. I don't yeah, think it is. No. Plot-wise, I can only say that leaving things half-explained, just as per usual, is what I hope for. Too much resolution would kill the ambience. Mm. And I think that's a good point, too. That um, I know yeah. you're you're very much... I, I well, No, I just, I like things to be explained. Yeah. I do. I am, I, you know, I, I yeah. <laughs> that's a good summary. I just, I prefer it to be explained, uh, or at least clear to an interpretation. Sure. Um, but that's not what Lynch does, and I think it works really well for him. You know? And 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 with the fan pandering thing, I think the only fan he panders to is himself. He's going to yeah. do what he wants to see and and write what he wants to write, and that's it's going to be his vision. That's what's so great about it, and uh, and it's one of the things that people are going to uh, either love or hate about yeah. the show. No, I I agree. I think um, the other thing uh, she pointed out, which is really good, it's season two has to feel natural and yes. like a continuation. I think it does have to feel separate. Just because well, 25 yeah. years it's a is time. too big and there's going to be the whole huge cast. I don't think you can... Like, it, it, season two already had way too many characters. This season three is going to have way too many characters well, and it's that, treated the that, same way. That leads me to think that we're not going to have a bunch of expository dialogue about what happened in the intervening 25 years. It's just going to... That's oh, maybe yes. what she okay, means. Yes, is that yeah. you're, you know... I'm just throwing this out there. Norman yeah. and Ed are married again. Yeah. Or married for the first time. Yeah. 
but we're not going to hear the big sordid history about yeah. how she divorced Hank and he's still in jail and well, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. yeah. in one big scene it'll where she talks with Shelly. Yeah, it's just, they'll be like, oh, they're married and they'll pick yeah, up. It'll be exactly. like Pete and Catherine, yeah. the first scene will explain everything you need yeah. to know about yeah. their marriage, yeah, right? Yeah, I so. believe that. No, uh, yeah, okay, that makes total sense. Yeah. Um, so Grace, which is at Miss Film Freak on mm-hmm. Twitter, mm-hmm. Um, has oh so many fears. <laughs> in terms of writing, I hope they utilize returning and new characters well. Not just angsty fan service stuff, again, mm-hmm. uh, with returning characters. I'm excited to see how the new characters will fill, fill, fit into the world of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Because, to be honest, I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen <laughs> with the story in Cooper. Yeah. My main hope is that it stands up well as its own series, that it's not just a rehash of the old or, hey, let's make a bunch of sequel episodes because we can. But I'm not too worried about that. It's in good hands. And, of course, I hope Kupri is acknowledged. Yay! You, really, uh, you guys really focus on that. I don't seek these people out. They find me. Yeah, Eden. I'm sure. You're, there's a Facebook group that you and all these people are fans there on, and that's not. where you met. Well, you should start If there then. is, I hope to find <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yes. Please invite Lindsay immediately. Um, yeah, no, all agreed. I think mm-hmm. we're. Uh, this one's pretty clear. Um, do you want to go into John's? I do, yeah. Um, he writes, Hi, Aiden and Lindsay. Obviously, I hope in season three that we get a genuine open-ended resolution about Cooper's status. Besides that, I'm just here for the ride I never thought I'd get. It'd be fun if Mike and Nadine found a way to stay a couple in the new episodes, but I and I think Ben Horn would make a great mayor. That's oh, an interesting that is one. Good, yeah. I kind of like that. I like that. Um, I think around episode four, we might finally have an answer to the literal last question in the series finale, and I expect that answer will also have a ton to do with Laura Palmer. He's got an interrelated theory on that in the Secret History uh, episode of Sparkwood and 21, which will be coming out. Uh, I would encourage you all to go check out the Sparkwood and 21 um, podcast when that is released. He won't. He says he's not going to write much about it here, other than I'm really proud of what I came up with, and I hope you all listen and let me know what you think. He wants to get a proper conversation going with it. So if you are interested, he is at JPB Little Green on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely give him a follow. Yeah. He's got tons of great ideas. Um, he continues to say, I think Showtime Twin Peaks will be thematically linked to the secret history, but not at all linked by plot and storytelling, other than I think Alan Traherne will end up being a character that we meet. And remember, he's the guy who died, quote-unquote, in the 80s, and was the third child along with Margaret and Carl Rod, who was abducted mm, in the right. forest yeah. by the aliens. In the 50s um, or 60s or Yeah, it, it, but this is a story that happened in the secret history. Yeah. So, um, And I like that. I think I'd forgotten about yeah, Alan, but no. I think that would be... Um, that might be an interesting thing if we do some time travel stuff or meet one of his kids. There's enough cast well, members you could... that's the thing, like, yeah. I, I want to know what Margaret's role is going to yeah, be Yeah, no, absolutely. Stuff, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Um, time wonkiness will be front and center, and I wouldn't be at all shocked if we viewers aren't supposed to know whether any of the scenes are a dream or real. Mm. I'm excited to see how the whole thing holds together, whether or not you can look at each episode as a mini-movie, just like before, or if it'll be incomprehensible until you watch the whole thing all in one block. I think Lynch will do a fine job building cliffhangers into the episodes, or at least ending each episode conclusively, much like the show, how, sorry, Mike, much like how he ended after Maddie got murdered. He'll want you to stop and digest it, and he's got an intuitive way of telling us to do that. Not to mention, I think he'll try to build that in specifically and intentionally to combat binge-watching culture. And that's a good point that we haven't brought up yet, mm-hmm. that uh, they, they said that they weren't going to make this, obviously it's not available in complete uh, right off the bat. We're going to get releasing it. episodes or parts released every week. We still don't even know how that's going to be broken up. So uh, I think John is absolutely right that, that David Lynch is going to build that in to um, to keep the suspense going and to uh, 
force us to stop every once in a while and digest what we're seeing, which is going to be great for us podcasters. I think Mm -hmm. it'll give us a chance to really uh, step back and and look at the show uh, without feeling like we have to come up with all the answers, which is a concern, I think, for not just us, but I think a lot of the other podcasters out there have have said the same thing. No, for sure. Um, Yeah, I think time travel, time Mm -hmm. wonkiness. I think the whole thing of Lynch playing with dream versus reality is something he's done... Time and again, uh, there's there's that very believable explanation. The first third of uh, Fire Walk with Me is actually just Cooper's dream, right? It's yes, the Cooper. The, it's the dream that he tells. It's uh, John Thorne's theory from uh, uh, he was the editor of Wrapped in Plastic. Yes. Um, I will also plug their new magazine, The Blue Rose, yes. which is coming out. Yes, uh, first episode is coming out on Twin Peaks Day, so I hope you're all going to be picking that up today. Um, so our next one is Ishbel. Yep. Yeah from London mm-hmm. um, and she writes my biggest fear is that the new season terrifies me like it did when I first watched <laughs> it as a child very understandable uh, she couldn't sleep at night <laughs> at all which you know neither after... could I really? but I was five you were five um, if it's full heroin Lynch yep I can totally understand that because if it's anything like Racerhead I will not be sleeping for 18 oh. weeks <laughs> but that's okay I will do it willingly um, <laughs> so funny. So yeah, thank you for that. Um, I want to plug Ishvel's blog. She is at the Blue Rose blog, and her her uh, website is thebluerose.co.uk. And she has some incredible uh, posts that she's done uh, reviews, and she has her own uh, season three predictions oh, okay. page. Cool. Um, which I'm going to go to right now and just read some of them because I thought they were really interesting. So some of the things that she mentions in her blog post, which I will link on the SoundCloud page, are that the opening title ch- sequence will not change. Uh-huh. And I am hopeful that, that it will stay yep. the same. Why not? Uh, it's, it's so iconic. Uh, I can't imagine what they would replace it with. Well, they don't have a logging industry anymore. So maybe it's like an IT guy. It's the oh office thing, but with the music. Please, no. <laughs> it's from the shitposting page. I'm sure someone has put that in there already. <laughs> um, it will be sexier and more explicit. I do believe that that is going yeah. to happen because it is showtime. Um, Killer Bob will not be recast. And I know this is a big one that a lot of people are concerned about is how are they going to recast it? Who will they get to play him? Um, some people have suggested that maybe they'd go the... Uh, um, general moff tarkin route and they completely cgi CGI peter cushing you know from rogue one but i don't see that happening i i can't imagine david lynch Lynch going going that way at all so i i I will send this quote or this uh link around and you should definitely um have a look check it out um who are we at next we are on keith which is keith gow g-o-w yes g-o-w on twitter uh, his thing is, I hope the original cast is still the focus. I fear the many new cast members will dominate. Um, and I disagree with this one. Yeah. I think it depends on, it, well, it really depends on the story that they're going to tell. If they're going to tell a murder mystery in the vein of who killed Laura Palmer and they're restarting it with a mm-hmm. new murder, I think those cast members have to service that story. And if it's a younger cast that's heading the inquiry and it doesn't right. touch on all the other things about Twin Peaks then that's the way it has to go. It's not, I, I'm sure he doesn't disagree. I'm sure he just wants to focus on right. the story of right. the characters right. that already exist, which is totally cool. Um, totally get that. But at the same time, I kind of want some new blood. I, I, I want some... Yeah, I want some differences. I want to see... Aiden's a big fan of Michael Sarah. Well, in Arrested Development. <laughs> uh, beyond that, no. But, uh, you know, I think... 
I, I want to see what Michael Sarah can do. I mm-hmm. want to see him as Lucy and Andy's baby because mm-hmm. that's definitely who he's been cast as. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if he, if there's an interesting story to tell there, I don't mind if they follow it. I think. Yeah, it, I think as I, long as there is some resolution and you see the characters that um, make sense to see in the yeah the fashion that you want to see them, I'm fine with it. You're cool but, with that. Yeah. Keith Gow can be found uh, at uh, keithgow.com if you are interested okay. in, in checking out his blog. There you go. Um, next, we run to TQP Annie on Twitter. She calls herself the queen of the dark and twisty, and I believe it. Um, she wrote us an email. She says, Twin Peaks is coming back to show co- Showtime, and I can't even pretend that Cooper is a life model decoy and that all is well. There's one big challenge for me moving forward in the series, and that is the fact that the actor played Bob, playing Bob is deceased. Mm-hmm. The story will somehow be a little dimmer because of that. So my theory, I have only got a couple things fleshed out. Harry being missing. Mm. And that, that's an interesting one because he isn't coming back. So yeah. what happened to Harry? Yeah. She says, I believe he assumed Mike's role and is trailing doppelganger Coop to try and prevent him from killing anyone. I also believe... It's possible that that Cooper may have killed Harry. So there's two competing theories she's got going on there. Fair enough. Uh, Cooper's going to get out of the lodge. I'm going to say that he will just appear out of the blue, leading to much confusion, which would Mm. be one way of doing it, I suppose. Uh, I think there are two worlds, and when Cooper comes back to his one, doppelganger Coop Coop is also returning to Twin Peaks. This is going to create some type of paradox, which will allow Laura and Leland to return, which is another interesting one. I haven't heard that one. Uh, Cooper Cooper will have to fall in Albert, Gordon and Denise and somehow Audrey will tie into the archivist my hope is that with Sherilyn Fenn being happy about it that we do get the Cooper Audrey we were meant to have so we have another shipper on the show (laughs) thank you for that TQP Annie Uh, one thing she was very interesting to me and I to me I, I again the way uh, David Lynch describes how he gets ideas as fishing and you just pull them up yes, and sometimes right. they're there. Um, I think he's really, you know, the way he latched onto the dream sequence from the international pilot and then built basically a whole story around that. I feel like he's done that with the whole I'll see you again in 25 years right. comment at the end of season two. And I feel like that is the that is the message. Uh, and I, I think uh, she pointed that out very well. Mm-hmm. That, um, Laura and Cooper... Mm-hmm. are going to see each other yeah. again. I feel like that's an important thing for Lynch, and uh, it will be explored. So yeah. definitely cool to point no, out. No, absolutely. Um, next we have Tina, mm-hmm. who is at Lost Dogs 20 on Twitter. Um, and she writes that, My fear is that all is that it will all have been a dream. <laughs> oh, that would be depressing. I don't want that. No. I'm kind of glad that I haven't read The Secret History of Twin Peaks, because people seem to have theories based on that book. I want a logical way that Cooper got out of the lodge and then go from there. Also, with certain people not returning, that adds another level to the unknown. James mm-hmm. without Donna, for example. How is that going to work, and will I care about him? Mm-hmm. I'd say that would help. That's mm-hmm. just my... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just Aiden's uh, editorializing. <laughs> she also goes on to say, I also hope that the, all the big name new people aren't going to take away from the small town feel yeah. of the show. Uh, you know, it's great to have a cameo here and there, but I don't want it to be cameo after cameo and you forget about the story. That's a good point. Yeah, definitely feel that. I, I feel like... Um, it's not all going to be in Twin Peaks, though. Weren't they confirmed to film in other locations? Yeah, I had heard that they were filming... Uh, well, there was rumor that they might be filming in Paris, that they were filming in New Mexico or, or somewhere in the, the Southwest, So, um, which would be interesting because we've the show itself never traveled outside of Twin Peaks. No. 
But the movie um, The movie went to Philadelphia, and it went to Deer Aires. Meadow in uh, Oregon. Yeah, and Argentina. And Argentina as well. Yes, that's right. So you've already got some globe trotting. It would be interesting if they brought that in, because it's something that we've, we've talked about on our show, is how isolated this, this mm. town seems to be from the rest of the world. Um, but that, but that, those incidents can really enhance that feeling. Because if you're, if absolutely. you're in you know, a busy Parisian street, and then you cut back to Sparkwood in 21, right. it's, it's this lonely little dumpster town. Uh, Twin Peaks is not, not dumpster a dumpster town. But like town. The, the, Watch the, your the mouth. The road is a dumpster road. It's, it's just a, a backwoods uh, alley, basically. Yeah. You know, contrasting that can, can do something, especially having characters that sure. perhaps appear in both and uh, bring their... Their experiences well, and it also it, it it can have the opposite effect, and it can it can globalize the struggles that are happening yeah. here, yeah, and make it more universal. If mm-hmm. you have Bob or some kind of lodge portal or yeah. something on the Champs Elysees, right, yeah. or you know, in the middle of the desert in outside Albuquerque or yeah. something like that, that could be really interesting too. Yeah. Um, I think either way you go with that, it 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 will it'll bear. It, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, next we have Frank. Uh, he is at Frank Darago three um, on Twitter, and he writes that he hopes Lynch Frost receives significant accolades for their work, and I I agree a hundred percent with that. I can see him winning some Emmys. <laughs> um, he fears others' rigid expectations and knee jerk criticism, which I also agree with a hundred percent. I'm I'm that's one of my biggest fears. Um, he hesitates to theorize, but he expects some pre existing tidbit to take on greater import, as have creamed corn and Doug Milford. No, definitely interesting. I think, yeah, I, the cream corn and garambosia. Yeah. You know? That was kind of that, a... It was just there, and you're like, whoa, what does that mean? And it, well, it added and, and, so I mean, much to it. We've heard that in uh, there was supposed to be a planet made of cream corn. Yeah, yeah. And that's and where that's Bob where, and Mike came yeah, from. Yeah. I mean, it's a food item that showed up on the plate <laughs> of Mrs. Tremond in episode two, two of, of season two. Season and two. then all of a sudden, it's fear and suffering. Yeah, pain and suffering, pain and, suffering and it's a whole planet and it's where they hail from. So, I mean, these are things, I think that's that's what Frank's getting at is that these are little little pieces that, that were dropped in. Yeah, and we've talked about this before, yeah. how, you know, Mark Frost maybe drops in a, 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 a idea and then Mark or uh, David Lynch comes in and films it in such a way that it becomes an item of mystery and Absolutely. then Mark Frost runs with it and they have this back and forth yeah. of, of creative, you know... Energy. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting to see work. So yeah. hopefully, yeah, we'll see more of that. Absolutely. Um, so Beverly, which is at Beverly underscore Hillscop on Twitter. Um, biggest hope that Bob slash Frank Silva and Man from Another Place slash, slash Michael J. Anderson can be replaced. Biggest fear that they can't. That's interesting. Yes, because it's true. I mean, those are two of the iconic characters. And neither of them are coming back. Neither Frank Silva, because he passed away sadly in 1995. Yeah. Uh, Michael J. Anderson for various reasons, yeah. um, but neither one of them are neither returning them, to film their their yeah. roles. So, how are they? Yeah, how are they going to fit in? I mean, the Giants come back, and you know, a lot of the other characters obviously have. Yeah. So, but those are two of the the most recognizable faces yeah. for sure. So, uh, next we have Joshua, who is at the Speaking Eye on Twitter. He says, I hope we get one more glimpse of Deer Meadow and Harry Dean Stanton. And I think yeah. we will. With Harry Dean Stanton back in the cast, yes. um, I'm sure we will get something. This leads into the comment about Alan Traherne earlier on that mm-hmm. um, I think I, I, we could very well have a, a reunion, a reunion of, of sorts yeah. between the, the three kids kidnapped in the woods by by aliens or yeah. by whoever. Who, we don't know. Um, from the Secret <laughs> the giant owls, piece, yeah. Which is, uh, yeah. Which is great. So the lovely people at Diane Podcast who are uh, 
our forebears. They were the inspiration for us to start this podcast. Mm -hmm. We love you guys. (laughs) They write, we hope that it's going to be as mysterious, beautiful, and confounding. This is also our fear. (laughs) And I think that's very telling because especially us diehard fans yeah our Aiden just got a shiver I just saw it <laughs> he, he did the whole the whole body yeah. shiver um, it's something that we're all very much looking forward to is seeing how how deep and dark this will go and how beautiful it'll be when we get there or vice versa how beautiful yeah. the, the trip yeah. will be and how horrible it'll be when we get there get the and I mean horrible in a in a like season two finale ending head smash into the mirror kind of way but yeah. um, the last comment goes to new podcasters. Oh. There is a new podcast that dropped a few days ago, I think February 16th. Uh, they are The Lodgers, and mm-hmm. um, they are doing recaps like we have. Um, yeah. And Kate and Simon are their names, and Kate actually is from Edmonton. Hey! Yeah, so we have another well, fellow Twin Peaks fan from Edmonton. We, we didn't know that there were many of us out there. <laughs> so we're so glad the next time you're in town, we're going to go to Remedy Cafe, we're going to have a chai tea latte, we're going to walk across the high-level bridge and... <laughs> Go experience Purple City over at the, the legislature. <laughs> It'll be great. And now that all the in-jokes are gone, <laughs> um, Kate wrote that she and her co-host talked about this and that their hopes are pretty similar. We're both huge fans of Lynch's last film, Inland Empire, which I know, Aiden, you're a big fan of as well. well and we're hoping... It, but okay, yeah. <laughs> you did see it. We watched it. Yeah, I didn't understand it. Oh, well, that's because you didn't have the subtitles. I didn't have the Polish subtitles, that yes. Was the that was, that was the only film. thing that confused me. Yes, Definitely. of course. <laughs> Uh, we're both huge fans of Lynch's last film, Inland Empire, and we're hoping for 18 hours of Inland Empire-level experimentation and craziness. Mm. Just really turning the dial on Twin Peaks experimental formal stuff up to 11, as it were. Oh, I like this girl. This is great. No. The Spinal Tap references? That's <laughs> okay, amazing. That's, that's great, but... And, of course, so too. many other things, but that's the main one. I would add for myself that I hope the third season really finds a way to keep giving space to Laura's story. We talk about this in our recent episode, just how unusual it is to create a narrative where the story of the victim just becomes richer and richer rather than absent, which is what usually happens. And I think that's an excellent place to end because... Um, well, and there's, yeah. Laura coming back to the fore, I think I think we're absolutely going to see that. David Lynch has hinted it. Laura, I mean, Shirley being in the cast, that's kind of... Uh, right there yeah. in the yeah no it's there yeah the I mean list, I, yeah so. I, I agree and I think that will be interesting if you want to check out yeah. the lodgers um, Kate is uh, at Cinement and her partner uh, Simon is at Hollow Minds so if you want to check them out yeah. on Twitter and definitely give their podcast a listen I'm sure we we welcome all new podcasters yes. as we were welcomed yes this is uh, a great community and we're so happy to have them joining us for this so yeah so our hopes and fears. Our hopes and fears. Do you I want think, to start? You go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, what our friends here have have said are pretty much all of my hopes and fears yeah. too. Um, but having it be on Showtime, I think, is is a great hope of mine that this is going to be a really great um, eighteen hours with David Lynch and Mark Frost at the helm. I can't see how that can go wrong. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways wrong, it could go wrong, but, I'm, but... I'm, I'm very happy that this is the way it's playing out. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I am hoping for a great ending for Audrey. Whether that's with Cooper or not, I just, I think Audrey is such a strong, she's, aside from Laura, 
Laura and and uh, Audrey are the two strong female characters that I love and identify with so strongly. Just I strong, keep using the word strong. Yeah, no, but they're but interesting. They are, they're they they're are. good characters. Yes, they're well rounded, yeah. and I feel like Audrey was done such a great disservice when um, her, her she kind of floated into the background in season two. So I really do hope that we see a resurgence for her. Um, I am greatly heartened by Sherilyn's response on Twitter that things are we're going to be happy with it that David Lynch was triumphant, I think is how she put it. So, um, and I, and I am hopeful that we're going to see a return to, to Laura and Dale as the central figures. I, I think my biggest fear is just with this huge cast list that we're going to get, um, uh, it's, things are going to get bogged down. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case. I'm approaching this with the mindset of someone who's seen other TV shows with big casts or, uh, big movie stars being brought in in cameo roles. Um, like what? Are they... Well, well <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Just, I... You know, I I don't want to see Michael Sarah have a whole plot, a subplot devoted just to him. I don't want to see Amanda Seyfried have a whole subplot devoted just to her. You know, like, I, oh, I want... Oh, just because they're celebrities? Just because they're yeah, celebrities. Yeah, yeah, course, just because yeah. they're big draws, you know? But if they're an important character... If they're an important then... character, absolutely. But I don't want them to just, because they're famous, yeah. to have a role... A big role that might eclipse one of the characters that I've come to yeah. love from yeah. previously. Having said that, I don't think that this should be completely focused on everything. Like, I'm hoping for like a 65-35 split between old yeah, cast old and new cast. Yeah. Um, and and if that leaves, leaves the door open for future seasons, I'm all for that. Um, I don't think it I don't think it will. Well, I but, think they, but is... they have commented that sure. you said never say never. So Right, and, and we I'm did sure, wait 25 yeah. years. Yeah, well, so. we didn't, but a lot of people have. Yeah. Um, and, and the only other big fear that I have is just with fan response. I, mm. I am concerned that, um, that people... Fans will turn. Well, not that they'll turn. I think, I think a lot of us fans who have been with the series for a long time... And I mean, very. We're fairly new, new to this. Yeah. We're only ten years into our our you fan experience. I'm like six. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we we are gonna love it no matter what because, um, not because we're sycophants, but sycophants. Not because we're sycophantic, but because we we appreciate what David Lynch and Mark Frost have done, and and I think we're gonna find things to love about it. I'm worried that new fans. And I'm talking about the ones who have literally just watched it for the first time through. They're going to get lost in it. They're going to hate it, and it's not going to yeah, get. Yeah, or the they're going to watch Firewalk with me and be like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. and walk away and right. before they even try. If they, if so I mean, I'm not. Enough, I'm not yeah. concerned that. I mean, this isn't a show that's going to be canceled halfway through because they've ordered the 18 episodes it's that's going to air. Yeah. There's no. I have no concerns with that. Yeah. It's it's a very different. Um, arena that we're playing in because of the nature of the pickup right yeah. now but um but i am worried that that fan reaction is going to be negative and that it's going to taint the legacy of the show i hope that um reviewers and the critics who are going to they're going to start seeing uh screeners for this in the next couple of months i'm sure and and i don't know if they will they might i don't uh, who knows that's what yeah. would happen for a regular show yeah. but um, but, I but I'm, I I'm hoping that they'll. That. I, I'm hoping that they'll be fair, and um, and that means if it's if it's shit, then they call it what it is. Yeah. But I really don't think it's gonna be. Yeah. So it might be. <laughs> it's not that, going to that be. That is my number one fear. It's gonna be is crap. that it just it won't work for some reason. There's gonna be something missing, 
and it might take years for people to pin it down, mm-hmm. um, but eventually they'll find out. Yes, this is what was this was what was wrong. The other thing, the, it's kind of a double fear, is that that will be the initial response, and then like Fire Walk with Me, repeated viewings will make it so much better that you yes. can you can appreciate it a little bit more, or even just the response of time. Like you you give it some space and you come back to it, and that will enhance it. But that initial response is still negative. Um, I'll start with my hopes. Um, I've already mentioned it. There's another mystery at the center of the things. Um, what This is probably the most biggest one for me that I really hope for is that the feel strikes a similar balance um, of accessibility and weirdness. I see I'm the opposite of, of Tina. I think too much weirdness and you're going to lose people and it's not fun to watch. I mean, some of it is. Inland Empire was yeah. interesting. Sure. But I didn't feel like I enjoyed myself at the end of the three and a half hours i was just like oh well that was that was something um and pretty or whatever but um that 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 those initial lynch episodes of the tv series i hope they hew more towards that feel okay where it was lynch frost combination it had comedy or the final episode maybe where it's like yeah 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 well exactly yeah but i mean it's still it had that that balance it had the weirdness, but there was enough explanation yeah. that you could understand what was going on. Characters were still relatable. The plot right. was still moving forward. Right. It had all those elements going for it at the same time. Uh, I want that. Yeah. I want it as a, and I want it to not be too close to Firewalk with me. Okay. I love Firewalk with me. I don't think I could handle an eighteen-hour Firewalk mm-hmm. with me. I don't think I can handle an eighteen-hour Inland Empire either. Um, if it's an 18-hour Mulholland Drive, I think that is uh, that would be the okay. absolute perfection, right? right? I mean, Mulholland Drive is maybe one of the best movies of all time and right. Lynch nailed it with that one. So yeah. if he can do that again here, that's, that'd be perfect. Yeah. That's a hope. Yeah. Not holding my breath for it. Um, Fears? Nope. Oh, still, still more hopes. hopes. World building uh, from the secret history of Twin Peaks will be present and uh, be useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get another relatable central character to drive the investigative plot if there mm, is one. So okay. another, uh, whoever, Tamara, Tamara Preston, Preston, who is played by, uh, what's her name? Amy Shields. Amy Shields. Has that been confirmed? Well, she did the voiceover in the book. Okay. And they got all the other cast members. So uh, potentially her as, mm-hmm. as the FBI agent. That would be great, I think. So my other hope is that it really is full heroin lynch. <laughs> um, I also, I would love an uncredited guest appearance by Michael Ankian or, or someone yeah. like that. Especially him. David Truman, Bowie? No, he died before they started filming Lindsay. It was well, not I know, happen. but Catherine Coulson died only a month after they started filming, well, and she did all of her scenes. So well, she not... did some of her scenes. Well, okay, but, but she's yes. going to be in it, so yes. it's possible that we'll have something. Here's another one of mine. It exploits the literary technique of storytelling. This is a very Aiden thing to say. Sorry about it this. It is so. It snaps <laughs> you can like tell, butter, Aiden. You can it tell snaps right like away. butter. Damn right it does. Uh, it exploits the literary technique of storytelling via memory and the past. So what is happening now is almost less important than what came before. It's it's a common trope in uh, literary novels mm-hmm. of the past is what defines the ca- present characters, and they're always reliving the past and struggling with the consequences of that past. Which is interesting because Showtime did The Affair, which is very much about that. About that. Yes. So I could see them really being on board with that kind of a story, and, and when Frost and Lynch gave their, their treatment and explained this, They'd be like, yeah, this this fits with what we're doing already. So that could very well be. Yeah, I like I, that too. Who knows? But I, I don't actually see Lynch using that technique. That's not a sure, focus no. of him. Is him is more dreams and stuff like that. But Frost could pull out some elements of that, and he's obviously interested with the history yeah. of the town and everything. Yeah. Um, fears. Yep. Uh, 
same as everyone else, the cast will be way too large and complicate the plot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we get no answers whatsoever about the supernatural <laughs> mythological elements, or we get too many answers about the those same elements. Uh, I felt put that one in brackets, not lightly. Um, so you're looking for a Goldilocks situation. Just yes, right. Just right. Just That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the expectations, and this is one everyone else has kind of talked about and you mm-hmm. mentioned it as well, the expectations of how murder mystery investigations go on TV now have passed yeah. Lynch and Frost. In 1990, that was how, yes. uh, uh, in fact, it was newfangled, and they had dream sequences yeah. and all, and throwing stones and all that, and that was crazy and interesting. Now we have DNA evidence and, you know, sure. enhancing yeah. video cameras 50 million times and stuff like that. Are they going to be able to keep up with that? Is it going to still meet our expectations of how uh, an investigation occurs? Well, maybe that's going to be, that's where it's... going to invert that. Or it's not going to be a criminal investigation. It's just going to be a mystery of some mm. other kind that doesn't involve, you know, a those, CSI yeah, lab, you yeah. know. So that could be. Could work. But because I could see that being an issue just not only with, um, I, I mean, the timeless quality of the show kind of doesn't doesn't really lend itself to, you know, no, computer but, processing of No, but data, occasionally right? it's like, like they send like, they get a blood type from the blood. Yeah, now it would yeah. be like, oh, it's it's, it's Leland. Yeah. <laughs> like they just yeah. solve it right no, away. Exactly, right? Exactly. So, you know, there's stuff like that. Um, two last ones. It'll be too big of a jump from the original series and it won't explain enough to bring the audience along for the ride. I don't really know even what I meant with that one, but I well, think no, it's I there. see. I see what you're getting at because, um, because 25 years is a long time and I think those of us who have waited yes. for the show to come out and have thought about this a lot are ready for it. But I think... Jen, for example, our friend Jen, who was on the show a couple weeks ago, um, might get lost in the shuffle just yeah. because she's so new to it. And and that is a legitimate fear, is, is, is how they're going to balance bringing new fans on and satisfying the fans who have been waiting a lifetime for this, yeah. right? So Yeah. Uh, and the last one is that it blows right past full heroin and into fentanyl overdose. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little a little glib about a serious problem. But it's a very serious problem. But Aiden. seriously, like Lynch can go too far at times, uh, and I feel like you're a funny Lynch fan. Why? Because you like it, but you hate it. No, no, I. You want to watch everything he's done, but then you get to the end and you're like, I wish I hadn't watched. No, that. no, no, no. It's not that I, I, I enjoy. You literally said that after we watched Eraserhead. Because I was terrified of the baby. That is different. That is one There's small nothing... element. Okay. The baby whatever. is terrifying. I'm just saying. The movies like Eraserhead and Inland Empire are visually very interesting, but there's no... There's, okay, there is a plot, sometimes a very simple plot that then gets aggravated and explained in metaphorical avenues, which is fine, but at the end of the day, I want a piece of entertainment as well. And I, we've talked about this in the past. It's nothing new. It's David Foster Wallace's explanation of, and you know, other writers have since explained it in similar ways that... The balance between art and entertainment, if when you can find that perfect balance, it is extremely pleasing. Mm-hmm. When it goes too far in one way or too far in the other, it's painful to some extent. Okay. It's not as fulfilling. And I want that happy medium, medium ground. I feel like the Lynch episodes of the TV series nailed that approach. Some All the other silly parts of season two went way too far in entertainment. I feel like Fire Walk With Me maybe was a little too arty. Mm-hmm. I love it for the last two thirds, but the mm-hmm. first third kind of... But I'm just saying there's there's elements to it that are a little too far sure. to the art house scene for me. And in Lone Empire, I think even with the subtitles, I don't <laughs> know how much it would actually help to yeah, sure to explain would. to to evince an emotion and get some catharsis. And I feel like a, a really good piece of art can do both. 
Right. Um, it can be entertaining and produce that right. that emotion. If you go too far into the outhouse, you you can't get that emotion out because the audience isn't really understanding or following along with what's going on, mm-hmm. um, or at least not on the first watch. So that's just that's my biggest fear. Um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm yeah. Okay. Just learning about you every day. That's all. <laughs> married thirteen years. Almost fourteen. Almost fourteen. Well, no, we haven't been married that long. Well, I count it. You count it? We were 18 when we met, and you're just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Well, yeah. Been together since. Basically married. Basically married. All those years we weren't living together. Yeah, we talked, like, all the time. We did. We We saw each other all the time. Oh, like, every day. God, what were we thinking? That was so dumb. That was really dumb. We should get divorced. We should. Okay. All right. Excellent. We just shook hands, everybody. You are our witnesses. All right, so that was a good marriage and a good episode. (laughs) We'll finish the podcast, though. Yes, okay. Um, Thank you all for joining us on this Twin Peaks Day. Yes. The big big day. February 24th. Uh, We hope that you've enjoyed listening to us ramble on. We want to thank all of our contributors, all of the fans who wrote in to us, everybody who's followed us and subscribed to us on iTunes and and SoundCloud and um, who continually push us to be better this is you guys are the reason why we're doing this um we started it because we wanted to hear ourselves talk most more more than anything i think um but we've we've turned some people on to the show who never would have watched it before and that is so pleasing to us because this is literally it's my favorite show it's aiden's second favorite show um we're big fans although i have been watching game of thrones lately oh god it may it's a it's a close third place right now i have to say i do enjoy game of thrones it's pure entertainment which completely negates what I just said earlier, but damn, it's good entertainment, I have to say. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Yes, so... We do uh, love it. And but yeah, and, and we're... we're uh, we love we're, talking to you guys yes, and hearing and from so, you. And, we're yes, and we're so pleased that so many of you wrote in to us, and, and we're hoping to do another one. Um, we've been talking to some people about maybe doing a video episode so you can see, see our eye rolls, which I guess um, are entertaining. people would want to watch? Sure, why not? Maybe you can meet our cats. That's a really big thing for Lindsay. So join us for that one. Yeah. And every other episode. But anyway, thank you. Happy Twin Peaks Day. If you're enjoying the show and want to join the conversation, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bickeringpeaks, all one word. You can also follow us on Twitter. That's at bickeringpeaks. Or you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review or a comment. We'd love to hear from you.